0: Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Wednesday, October 13th. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include The White House Holds a Supply Chain Summit, Consumer price increases are set to continue, and J.P. Morgan Chase releases results that beat estimates. Those stories and more, but first, let's get you caught up on markets. U.S. stock futures are slightly higher as investors anticipate earnings results and a new U.S. government inflation report. Dow S&P 500 and NASDAQ 100 futures are up as much as half a percent. Brent crude has edged down six tenths of a percent to trade at just under $83 a barrel. The yield on the benchmark 10 year Treasury note is steady at 1.56 percent. In Europe, the stock's Europe 600 is down half a percent. In Asia, major benchmarks were mixed. The Shanghai Composite Index added four tenths of a percent. In Japan, stocks were lower by three tenths of a percent. Markets in Hong Kong were closed due to a typhoon. Now, our top stories. The Biden administration plans to gather corporate executives, labor leaders, and port officials at the White House today to highlight efforts to ease supply chain transportation bottlenecks. Walmart, UPS, and FedEx have agreed to extend their working hours towards a round-the-clock, seven-day-a-week model to help clear the backlog. In addition, the Port of Los Angeles will be joining neighboring Port of Long Beach by going 24-7. Major ports in Asia and Europe have operated around the clock for years. UPS and FedEx alone combined shipped about 40 percent of American packages by volume in 2020. Economists expect consumer prices to rise three-tenths of a percent to a 5.3 percent annualized rate when the Consumer Price Index is released coming up at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. The forecast of the so-called core price index, which excludes the often volatile categories of food and energy, in September is expected to climb to 4 percent from a year earlier. J.P. Morgan Chase reported third quarter results that beat consensus estimates by a wide margin. J.P. Morgan's earnings per share came in slightly above Wall Street's projections, sending its shares up two-tenths of a percent. Profit rose 24 percent, and Chairman and Chief Executive Jamie Dimon said the results were strong as the economy continues to show good growth. In other news, workers left their jobs at a record pace in August with bar and restaurant employees as well as retail staffing quitting in droves. That's according to the Labor Department. A record 4.3 million workers left their jobs throughout the month of August, surpassing the previous high going back to December 2000. Members of the House on Tuesday pushed through a short-term increase to the nation's debt limit, ensuring the federal government can continue to fully pay its bills into December. BlackRock shares are up 1.5% in pre-market trading after reporting revenue and profit that topped analyst estimates. BlackRock's earnings jumped nearly 20% on strong growth in performance fees. Delta Airlines posted a quarterly profit as travel demand began to recover in recent weeks, despite the spread of a more contagious COVID-19 variant, though the company said it faces pressure from rising fuel prices. The United States will relax coronavirus restrictions at its land borders with Canada and Mexico for vaccinated travelers next month. That allows for the resumption of non-essential travel such as tourism. Social security payments could increase the most in 40 years, with benefits in 2022 likely to see a roughly 6% boost that reflects surging inflation during the pandemic. St. Louis Federal Reserve President James Bullard advocated for the central bank to be aggressive as it starts winding down its monthly bond-buying program in case inflation becomes a larger problem. Food and Drug Administration staffers didn't take a firm stance on Moderna's application for a booster dose of their COVID-19 vaccine. Boeing has told its employees they must be vaccinated against COVID-19 or possibly be fired. OPEC has left its forecast for growth in global oil demand for next year unchanged. And the United States has overtaken China as the world's biggest source of Bitcoin mining just two months after Beijing banned crypto mining. The U.S. share of the global hash rate increased from 17% in April to 35% in August. That's according to the Cambridge Center for Alternative Finance. Coinbase, the largest U.S. crypto exchange, is launching a marketplace for the one-of-a-kind digital collectibles by the end of this year. Those digital collectibles include NFTs, non-fungible assets. Big real estate developers in China have reported lower sales figures for September, with many showing year-over-year declines of more than 20 or 30 percent. Also in China, car sales declined in the third quarter from a year earlier, the first drop in more than a year. Kaiser Permanente workers in California voted to authorize a strike, citing staffing and safety concerns. Healthcare workers protesting those conditions voted to authorize a strike that could affect Kaiser hospitals and clinics across Southern California. The union represents nearly 21,000 nurses, pharmacists, midwives, and physical therapists. The Food and Drug Administration authorized a tobacco flavored e cigarette made by tobacco giant Reynolds American and rejected several sweet or fruit flavored refill cartridges that the company wanted to bring back to the market. Reynolds is a division of British American Tobacco. Columbia Banking System and Umqua Holdings said that they would merge in a roughly $5 billion all-stock deal to create one of the largest banks on the U.S. West Coast. GXO Logistics said it plans to hire 20,000 employees globally, including 9,000 logistics employees in the U.S. and Canada. GM said that it would recover from supplier LG nearly all of the $2 billion in costs related to recalling the Chevrolet Bolt electric model for the risk of battery fires. Southwest pilots said the airline's weekend meltdown reflected longer-running fatigue and frustration among its crews, leaving it vulnerable to further outages. German enterprise software giant SAP pre-announced better-than-expected results for the September quarter and raised its guidance for the full year. Apple shares are slightly lower in pre-market trading after a Bloomberg News report said that it's likely to cut iPhone 13 production because of chip shortages. Chip makers, including Skyworks and Broadcom, were also lower. California will become the first state to ban the sale of gas-powered leaf blowers and lawnmowers under legislation signed by Governor Gavin Newsom. The ban on sales of gas-powered lawnmowers, leaf blowers, and other small off-road equipment engines could start as early as 2024. A wind-driven wildfire has burned thousands of acres near Santa Barbara, California, and prompted officials to issue evacuation orders and close part of the 101 freeway. Former President Donald Trump's family company is in advanced discussions to sell the rights to its opulent Washington, D.C. hotel in a deal worth more than $370 million. Toymaker Hasbro announced that its longtime chief executive, Brian Goldner, has died just two days after he took medical leave. Goldner was 58 and had been serving as CEO since 2008. And Blue Origin is scheduled to launch its rocket New Shepard today with an all-civilian crew, including Star Trek actor William Shatner, who will become the oldest person to make the journey to space. He's 90 years old. At 7 a.m. Eastern, futures on Dow, S&P, and NASDAQ contracts are higher by as much as four-tenths of a percent. In Asia, stocks were mixed. In Japan, stocks fell. Hong Kong, stocks rose. In China, China stocks gained about four-tenths of a percent, while in India, shares gained nearly one percent. At midday in Europe, stocks are mixed. Shares in London are lower, while in Paris and Frankfurt, stocks are higher. Crude oil is down seven-tenths of a percent to about $80 a barrel. Gold is higher by seven-tenths of a percent to $1,770 an ounce. The 10-year treasury yield is 1.56 percent. While the U.S. dollar weakened against the Canadian loony, trading at $1.24, lower versus the euro at $1.15, and steady against the Japanese yen at $1.13. Bitcoin is lower by four-tenths of a percent. It trades at around $55,000. On the calendar today, data on the Consumer Price Index for September is set to go out at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. At 10 a.m., we'll get the Atlanta Fed's business inflation expectations, and the Federal Open Market Committee will release the minutes from its September meeting at 2 p.m. today. Thanks for listening to this episode of Wall Street Breakfast. If you have comments, criticisms, or suggestions to make the program more relevant, please do so below. Your feedback is greatly appreciated. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.